You expect to be great, but your hustle don't match. Listen, I hustle over time, attempt to push the culture forward. This that real shit, make a meal with that little gift. Everybody on a hustle, we can make a real shift. So keep your head up, youngin', and just keep on moving. And if you ain't hustling, then I don't know what you're doing. The time is now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey yo man, it's your boy Marcus Stone, host of the Unapologetic Hustle. Uh, we're coming to you live from Globe Life Park on FBRN.us. Um, you know, this weekend is, is a pretty big weekend, so uh, let's, I'm going to take a moment out uh, before we get to our show. Um, if for, for those of you that are not aware, this is uh, Memorial Day weekend, so I uh, just want to make sure that we're paying homage to uh, what Memorial Day stands for, right? Um, there's been a lot of uh, service members throughout the years that have paid the uh, ultimate sacrifice, um, so let's make sure that we remember them at this day and time. Um, but not only them, let's make sure that we um, remember the families that lost their loved ones as well. So, uh, But with that being said, um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, but the show today is, is a good one, man. It is a great show. I have a, a good friend of mine, a childhood friend, and uh, man, I, I gotta say it's, it's amazing to see what he has uh, done through, since, since the time that I met him uh, in high school uh, to what he's doing now, and that's what we're gonna get into. Uh, so my guest today is none other than um, the one and only two-time Super Bowl champion, Brandon Jacobs, man. Welcome to The Hustle, man. What's going on? Man, hey, Stone, listen, thank you for having me, man. Excited about it. Yeah, man, look, I, I look, I appreciate you, uh, you, you giving me the, uh, the opportunity to talk to you, man. I know you, your time is, is, uh, is precious and, and you got a lot of, uh, a lot going on, man. So, you know, I want to, I want to talk about, uh, first, you know what what your journey was like uh, leading up to the NFL, but then we really gonna dive in, you know, as to what you've been able to do since uh, since you stopped playing. Well, you know, my you know my journey leading up to even college, man. As you know, Stone, you know, it was, it was quite interesting, man. I was, I was, I was, I had a certain. I mean, I got to a certain point where I didn't think I would make it. You know, I, I wasn't the smartest kid in the world. Um, I only cared about sports, so I mean, I had a lot of stuff coming against me, but I kept going, man, kept fighting, and as you know, I had an uphill battle the whole time, so. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the sports part, you know, it was easy, but, you know, just the actual stuff that a lot of kids, a lot of a lot of athletes need to really do is to, is, you know, is to get the academics, you know, do what they need to do, you know, just, just you know, make it to where they, you know, good humanities, you know, respect. Stuff like that, man. You know, the sport, you know, the sport is actually easy, man. It's just the stuff that comes around it that's hard to, you know, keep up. Right, right. I mean, you know, and I, I'm glad you you touched on that, man, because I, I talk to a lot of kids these days, man, and and you know, they say the they're saying the opposite now. Like the school piece comes easy, but it's hard to get uh, 
get the 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 recognition and stuff with with the sports side so i mean what do you think changed you know from from the time that you were coming through you know uh with regards to what some of these kids are going through and what you're seeing now well you know i, I think it's a lot of things man where a lot of these colleges man are jumping on these kids in the seventh and eighth grade you know these kids you know having their own communication devices and, and people are reaching out to them talking to these young kids you know, via social media, and, 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 you know, and all of that, you know. So it's not even more about playing high school football now or any high school sports to get recognized. You got camps. You got all kinds of different things. You got a lot of kids that's, that's really out on a lot of circuits. So that cuts a lot of opportunities down for a lot of people. But by having so many kids and so many kids to pick from, you know, and, and then players thinking that they have to do all this extra stuff to – to get an opportunity, which they do, because if they don't, they left behind. Right. You know, and, and and recruiting is just turned into it's just it's just different than what it was in our day, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So you know, I know when you know I graduated the year before you, but I know you had you had a lot of people looking at you, man. You know, your size is <laughs> it was it was evident, right? You know, you got this six six four six five guy that's running a four seven forty and and is a bruiser in the backfield, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I know that, you know, when you when you were at, a lot of people don't know that you actually went to Auburn and, and you were in, you know, what, what they considered, considered a, a, a three-horse three, three horse backfield at that time. And, I mean, what was, what was that like for you? Man, you know, it was tough, you know, but like I said, man, I knew going into it that we had, that Auburn had other two running backs there. I knew right. that, but from, but from what they was able to orchestrate for me, for my eligibility, I felt like I at least owed them at least that one season that I was there. Absolutely. You know, but it was tough. It was an uphill battle going there. Cadillac Williams and Ronnie Brown was also there before me. Right. I had to go to junior college, so you know they were set in. You know they they knew what they were doing. Uh, they you know they had been playing there for two years already, so they was used to the speed of the SEC. You know, and it just didn't it just didn't go my way. Which, if I'm a coach in that situation, I'm gonna go with the two guys I already got. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not gonna even recruit an extra guy to come. But me being the guy that I am and raised the way that I am, raised the way that I, you know, I lost it and it helped me out. So I felt like I had to give them one year. Right, man. And I transferred yeah, after that. That's big, though. I mean, we, you know, um, where we come from, loyalty is is big, man, and, and the fact that it's everything. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, it 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 you know prolongs the relationships that we have. You know, um, when when exactly. you have those loyal those loyal people in, in your corner, man, and it allows us to to establish and, and build a foundation. But um, you know, so I mean, BJ, I want I want to kind of talk about your your mindset, man, because you. I've watched you go through a lot of a lot of struggles to get to the NFL, yo. Like I I, I sat back and watched, you know what I'm saying? So I kinda know I know a little bit about what you went through, but I mean take me through your mindset in, in, in that aspect. What what made you keep pushing? Well, you know the biggest thing for me was I knew I knew I knew the sport. I knew it had to be competitive at some point for me, you know, because I and that's when I knew I was destined for greatness because it, nothing was supposed to be as easy as it was, for, you know, for you know, for me. Everything right. gets to a point where it's hard. 
Right. You know, so I just kept I just kept working, man. I kept my head down, you know, I, and I kept working. I never got sidetracked. You know, I had all kind of different things that, you know, that were there to distract me, man. But I just, like I said, I, I, I kept my head down. A lot of other stuff outside of what I wanted to do never really mattered. I, I pretty much sacrificed everything to be able to, you know, make it to where I wanted to make it to. You know, I, I had to leave home to go to, to a junior college in the middle of Kansas. Right. I wasn't eligible. And I pretty much left there during during my senior year. Going, I'm a kid living on my own now and, and on this college campus, you know, finishing my high school diploma at a high school in Kansas. You know what I mean? So right. it, it was it was quite difficult for me to be, you know, the kid, 18-year-old kid without, without my family with me. It, it, it was really difficult. And I, and I went through a lot. A tough stage academically when I got to college, you know, you know, I I, I wasn't ready academically like I should have been, you know. Right. But um, I pushed through it, man. I, I you know, I, I sat down, I took the help they gave me, I studied hard, knocked it out the park, man. So you know, and and you know, I never it never crossed my mind one time that I wasn't gonna be able to be do what I wanted to do. Right. It, right. I think it was destined for me. I think I think my name was was supposed to be. You know, put on the wall in the NFL, and, and I went and I made sure they printed it. Right. You know, and I just kept working. You know, and, but my mindset was not to ever be distracted by something. You know, not to ever run with people that wasn't trying to do what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be around people that was going to distract me from 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 being from you know from bringing the greatness out. Man, absolutely, man. Um, you know, something something that you you just said, man, about the distractions, man, and and something that I learned early on. Um, even in our days back in high school, man, discipline over distractions, you know, and it is is key. You know, you you speak uh, openly about you know the the academic struggle that you had, um, but you didn't allow the distractions of of that to deter you from what you saw for yourself, man. And and that's you know that that embodies what what this platform is about, man. And, and um, what I'm, I'm aiming to do is to help people identify something that they're great at right or or may just be good at but the fact that you can you can take that and if you if you hone in on the discipline aspect um and mitigate all the distractions you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve you know so you talk about you know how how it was from you to transition from high school to to juco but you also had a transition from juco to a four-year but even in that, you still had adversity to go from Auburn to another school. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you know, it's hard for, for kids to understand what it actually takes uh, to, to really get their name in lights and to be solidified as a true player. And, and, and you're one person that I know that has done that. Um, and there's, there's been several others from where we're from that have done that on to, to some scale and magnitude, man. But I, I got to commend you, BJ, man. You you never quit. Like, I, that's one thing I know for sure, that you never quit. When everything was stacked against you, bro, you just kept fighting, man. Well, you know, I mean, the deck is, has always been stacked against me, man. I grew up without a father, you know, so the deck has been stacked against me for, you know, for years. But I never let that be something because I had my uncle in my life who, who actually played that father figure? Not right. even, you know, I shouldn't even say played the father, the father figure. He was my my real dad as far as I was concerned, and I was raised, you know, my uncle, and then the rest of them was all women. I was raised by so, um, you know, 
coming out of high school, not being eligible, going to junior college and having to make my step to get my respect into a four-year university, a big four-year university like Auburn, playing in the SEC, you know, that, that was a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, I had decks, the decks deck, you know, stacked against me the whole time there. Yeah. You know, but uh, going from a tra- transfer from there to Southern Illinois, you know, I, I became, you know, once again great. I became valued. I became, you know, they needed me. So, I, I mean, I went there. I, I did what I had to do, you know. was on the number one team in the nation in one double A. So, you know, still ended up falling short, but you know, I, I, I did what I had to do to, to like, like, you know, like I said, get eligible. I did everything I needed to do. I never burned any bridges. I always understood the positives and the negatives, even when it was against me, you know, right, right. coach sit down and tell me something. I say, yeah, coach, I got you. I definitely understand why, you know, why you did what you did. You know, I get it, you know, so it was, it was a lot easier to work with me and, 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 uh, take me through the situation being the person that was able to understand what what the coaches saw when they saw me or what the coaches saw when they saw the situation that I was in, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, BJ, you know, um, there's there's other kids out there that, that have are going through something similar uh, to, to your your chart uh, to the NFL, man. Like, what what advice would you give to them? I mean, I know coaching for you is is everything right now. So, what what advice would you give for, to those those transitioning from high school looking to get to a college? You know, feel that they have to get to the big schools, uh, so on and so forth. I mean, you know, what, what what would you give them to 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 help them through, man? Well, I would say this. I would say this, and what I learned is you going from being the head honcho, the big dog on campus, the big fish in the small pond, to going to a place where you playing, you got a hundred other guys on the team. That was that guy you were for their community or whatever it was. It was going to be competitive. Can't give up on yourself. Can't let nobody tell you what you cannot do. And, and, and you got to sacrifice damn near everything you you do for fun to be able to keep up with your peer. And, and that's pretty much what it is. You know, you can't tap out and yeah. say, well, listen, I made it to college. I got no, you know, nobody in my family made it to college. You made it there. Now you do something with it. You get your degree, you know, and, you know, and you work hard to, to, to try to make it to the next level. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I hear, I hear a lot of the kids in, in my neighborhood, man, uh, in the surrounding neighborhoods, you know, um, you know, all, it seems like all they're concerned about is, is getting a, a whole bunch of offers. You know, they, they have to get a whole bunch of offers. And uh, it, it, it baffles me that, you know, where we come from, there was people that, that didn't even get looked at, but they, you know what I'm saying? They they made it. <laughs> you yeah, know? They, they made it. it. You know, so. Tremont Williams. You know, Tremont. Tremont. Prime, prime example. Tremont yeah. was that assumption. Tremont was a big part of our football and basketball team. Yeah. That assumption. Why, why Tremont didn't get looked at? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you why. I couldn't tell you why he didn't get looked at. We had college scouts in the stadium every every, every Friday. Game. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but he 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 did it the tough way. Walked on at Louisiana Tech. He was hungry for it. He, right. he and he knew he had greatness in his heart, and that's what he did, man. He went to Louisiana Tech, earned a scholarship, didn't get drafted, and ended up getting signed by the Texans as a free agent. They cut him. Green Bay picked him up. He was, you know, he was a bottom feeder at Green Bay until until he worked his way up, and now he's he's been in the league for 14 years. Yeah, man. You know, and he's he made the Pro Bowl. 
won the Super Bowl, man. That's just the epitome of straight hard work, man. That man should be, you know, in the dictionary. You know, that, that it's, from what I watched him do, you know, being right. a part of his life and watching him grow and, you know, and achieve the goals he wanted to achieve. I mean, man, that's huge. I mean, he didn't get offers. You know, I had a bunch of people looking at me, but I didn't. Right. I don't think I ever had one team, one school offer me. Wow. You know, they was all there looking, you know, you know, they were all, you know, you know, smelling the gravy and see if it was good, you know. Right. They, you know, put they put their finger in the pot, put it on their tongue to see if it was good, but they never really, they never really they came never through with it unless it was signing day. And yeah. I, had, I got these national letters of intent. Oh, they, oh, they, oh, they did want me. Oh, that team want me too. Oh, look, you know, they, all, I, all I got to do is sign. But nobody never came out and gave me a legit offer. Wow. You know, so but offering these kids now is kind of messing the game up, man. Because a lot of kids get these offers and they kind of stop working. They get these offers in sixth, seventh, eighth grade and they committing. Right. What if a coach get fired? What if that staff that offered you get fired and, they, and they're not no longer there? So that new coach and that new staff don't know anything about you. So that offer that you got, you know, prior to don't it doesn't even matter, you know? Yeah. Man, yeah, shout out Tremont Williams, man. Still still doing his thing with uh with, with in the league. But um yeah, uh real quick, uh BJ man, we got some people tapping in on, on Facebook. Um what's up Brad Hill, Superman, Baby Bus, uh Bruce Green, Junior. Yeah. I see you, big dog. Thanks for tuning in. Ted Williams, Tremont brother, hey, appreciate you tuning in, man. Ted um, in the building. Yeah. Uh Bree Jordan, I see you. Uh J-Rock, I see you, man. <laughs> Little Mighty Mouth. Oh, hey, that's, that's, all my, that's all my fam, man. That's my folks. Yeah, all of them. for sure, for sure, man. Um, man, I, I got to say, man, I'm I'm proud to have known the circle that, that we share. You know what I mean? Um, and to see where everybody is is at in their, this point in life um, and what they've been able to achieve, man, and the fact that we still we still talk to an extent you know what i'm saying like it is still it's still love that loyalty that we talked about earlier um it's still there uh and, and just to see man it's it, it really is a gumbo pot down there where we from man you get a little bit of everything but when, you know when you put it all together uh <laughs> right. it, it tastes good bro <laughs> yeah yeah um but Man, so we, we, we talked briefly about, you know, how how it was for you to transition to from high school through through how you went through college. Um, but let me tell you this before I get into the next piece, BJ. I don't know if you knew, man. Um, I have my brother-in-law kind of went through the similar. Well, is actually on play for Auburn uh, and is currently playing for your Giants, man. You say what now? My my brother in law played for Auburn University, and is currently playing for the New York Giants. So I would say one person I know went to Auburn, playing for the Giants as a wide receiver. Yeah. So it's just that last name Slayton or something like that, right? Yes, sir. That's like him. That. He, a, he a beast too. He got hey, he got to <laughs> do his thing, man. Cause he gonna I think I think he gonna start this year. Yeah. He, he gonna start this year. It, it, it should be him and Shep. And, and and I don't know I, I don't know how healthy Golden Tate is, but I I, I think he's gonna be a big piece of the offense this year. Man, he he showed out last year, bro. Rookie season, man. Yeah, he did you his know. thing last year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, 
I mean, but yeah, I was like, man, I don't, I don't know if BJ knew that that uh. <laughs> you know? I, I had no idea you that, that you had any relation to, to him at yeah, all. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. So, um, but yeah, man. So we talked about your transition from high school to college. So I mean, what was that leap like? Everybody kind of want to know what you know. You see, college, the speed of college, but what was it like making that leap from college to to the NFL, bro? Well, here's the difference, man, in between college and the NFL. So you're going into college, everybody's still kids. Everybody's still kids, you know. A very small percentage of us had someone to take care of, right? You know, I had kids. I had guys I played with in college that had kids already, right? Right. But the major difference going from college to the NFL, you got as a 21, 22-year-old kid going into it with, with 29, 30-year-old men that got three, four kids with a wife and a mortgage mm. to be able to take, you know, for, so, so their livelihood was on, you know, is on the line every day. Right. So them boys was bringing it. It was fast, big, strong, fast guys out there running just as fast as I was. It was it, 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 it was serious. But it didn't take me no time to adjust because when, even when I made it and, and, and got into the, the Giants training camp, you know, I still had a lot of my teammates that, at the Giants had major respect for me coming from a smaller school, big, strong, and fast. And so they, they respected me right at the gate, you know. Right. So and, and even when I started playing, you know, and when I started having an opportunity to get my, you know, my time to play, I gained even more respect from them, you yeah. know. But it, that that transition, man, it took me probably about a year to, to just to get used to, you know, the speed and the, and and and. and a lot of the hard work that a lot of those guys that put in years prior, you know, and right. it took me a year to even catch up with that. I was only doing short yardage and goal line my first year. Then my second year, I actually started getting burned into the offense, you know. Right, right, right. Man, like, so, I mean, let me ask you this, BJ, man. You know, I hear. I'll be ready to. I, I hear, um, I hear a lot of individuals, they say, you know when they when they transition from from college to the pros, that uh, you know just the speed alone it, it makes them a little more prone to injuries. You know even though that they they're doing some of the same repetitions, but just the speed of the game causes some of the some of the injuries we we hear about in in training camp and stuff like that. I mean is that something that you that you saw during your time uh, in the I league? Mean, I mean this. Football is a is a is a, is a risk taking sport, you know. We we are we gladiators out there, you know. So right. That's pretty much what it was. I mean, it's, I think the speed of the game, you know, it was a little tough for a lot of people to catch on to, and it took quite a while. But I mean, for the physical nature of it, that comes from from speed and power to you know together. So if you if you if, if you don't if you don't have the durability, you you can't keep a job. Right. Because every play you can get hurt. And, and, and you just got to take care of your body. You got to work out. You know, you got to make yourself doable. You got to go. You got to run. You got to do the extra things. That's what I mean, sacrifice. When yeah. ain't nobody watching is when you making your – is when you turning into greatness, man, when nobody's watching you. You know, when, you know, when people are watching is the easy part. Right. So you got to be able to work hard, lift weights. You got to work hard at least twice a day. You got to go – so say your season, you know, it's like – May. So let's say May, and you get drafted into the league in April or May, June. You got to be working out in the morning and the afternoon. You got to put the work in. It ain't easy. You got to put the work in, and you got to and you got to go in and prove that you belong. Right, man. That's 
That's big, man. Um, yo, look, we gonna we BJ, we gonna take a quick break, man. Um, I'm gonna play a track from from one of my previous guests. He he has a a, a, a album out, or he's he has a project called The Launch Season. So uh, we gonna play his new track that was was dropped uh, yesterday. Uh, and when we come back, man, we gonna we gonna really get into the meat and potatoes of of uh, what today is about, man. And that's um, that's what you're doing with the youth. So um, hey. For those tuning in, thank you for tuning in. This has been the Unapologetic Hustle. Um, we're coming live from Globe Life Park, uh, and we're on the line with uh, a good friend of mine, Brandon Jacobs. But uh, right now, we're going to hear the track from uh, Levi Jones real quick. We'll be right back.
Unapologetic Hustle. Uh, that was uh, Levi Jones' new track. Uh, make sure you go in and support, uh, stream, subscribe, uh, help another local artist out um, achieve their dreams. But uh, today we have none other than two-time Super Bowl champion, Mr. Brandon Jacobs. How you doing, BJ? I'm all right, Stoney. I'm all right, my brother. Man, look. So, look. The 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 real reason, you know, I want to bring you on, man, is is to talk about. Um, what you're doing for the youth, man, and and you know why why you're doing what you're doing and what you're trying to set up, man. So tell me tell me about um, what you got going on out there in, in Atlanta, man. Man, well, you know, I'm, I run a, a youth football program uh, called the North Atlanta Giants, and I'm a high school coach at a, a small a, a small private school called St. Francis High School. And what I do, man, I, I got kids. I get kids, you know, from ages eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and, uh, you know, we, we put teams together and we travel in, in certain places and we go play ball. We teach the kids the game, man, and uh, just, just you know, vibe with, with the kids, vibe with the, with the parents. There is a helping hand for any advice that parents may need throughout a certain process, you know, for school, football, you know, the whole nine, man. So, I mean, from what I do, it actually start all the way from, it start from a, I'm a baby, pretty much, man. Right. And I love doing it, man. I love getting out there working with the kids. You know, I don't get any money from it. I don't, you know, I don't get paid nothing. You know, so it's just, it comes strictly from my heart to be out working and uh, helping the kids. Right, right, right. Man, that's big, man. So what what made you? I mean, what made you get back involved with the youth, man? Man, you know, well, it's 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 it's, it's so many kids. It's so many kids out there that play the game and so many coaches and I, and I and I salute all the coaches that volunteer their time mm -hmm. to work with the kids and I got my you know and I got two boys playing football man um so that's one reason right there that made me want to get involved with it to be able to coach my kids up and be able to see you know them grow in the game and and and, and love it you know and, right. and you know I love I love you football man it's, it's, it's the best thing I got involved in you know, and, and and what I like about it is having an opportunity to watch these kids grow from like eight years old all the way up to 18. Because some of my me coaching at a private school, I can get some of the kids out of my program, and and, and I and I and I would have seen them from the age eight all the way up to to 18 years old, and I would get to see them grow go from a baby, you know, to through their adolescent years to being a young man. So that's one of the best things about it, and building those relationships, and all and kids always. Always having Coach Jacobs to call whenever they needed anything, right. whenever they needed any kind of advice, man. So, I mean, I, I love the place. I mean, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Man, that's big, man. You know, um, you know when, you're, when your name comes up, everybody immediately say, man, that dude was a beast, you know. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> you know, he was a monster. You know, he ran, you know, he, he runs hard, so on and so forth. But a lot of people don't get to see this side of you. You know what I mean, and and uh, to know that you you really care about the youth and and helping them develop not just through football but through life, because right. you know, I've seen some of your videos, man, where where you're talking to the kids and what you're talking about is is life lessons, not just football, is is life stuff that applies to football. You know what I mean? So right. I mean, talk talk to me about you know how how your interaction with the kids and and. What you've seen their response be like? What is how has the reception been? Well, 
for what a lot of kids get from me, man, and what I had to learn, man, like one of my, uh, uh, I had a parent on my team last year. He ended up being, you know, he's a coach, and his kid also played on the team as well. He told me, he he said, "Listen, coach, I know you're on the kid. I know you. I know you're on the boys about, you know, figuring it out, trying to be great, blah blah blah. But you got to you got to take into consideration that a lot of these kids." They see you as an NFL football player, not as their coach. So they're nervous and they're afraid to make a mistake. Right. You know, to be afraid of what you think. So I mean, I started coming to the kids like, man, listen, I'm your coach. I'm not Brandon Jacobs. I'm a coach. I'm somebody that's here to help you. And I do know you're not perfect. I know you're gonna mess up. So just know when you mess up, I'm gonna be right here to help you. Yeah. You know, and 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 and, and, and once we got that part out of the way, man, kids started to get better. Kids started to understand what they had to do. They started to pick up everything when they was just let go and they, you know, you know, just be looser, you know, and yeah. and, and, and it it helped tremendously. Kids come up, they I've been on wrestling, they they Google the wrestling clips, they watch all of that, they 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 Google my my, my you know my highlight stuff and watch me run over people and they get a three, you know, and they get excited for that to be a part of my program and, and I'm having an opportunity to work with them. So they some you know, some you know, they go brag and tell their friends and stuff sometimes, man. Your coach ain't like my coach. You know, but that's the kids, and that's the way it is, man. I, I just love being a part of it, man. Yeah, yeah, man, that's 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 big. Hey, they got something to brag about, though, man, because everybody coach can't run over people, you know. You know, I'm still right. I, I'm still a little hurt when you, when you you know, you scored that touchdown and you, you, you went in the end zone, Josephine Johnny in on everybody, you know. I'm like, how you going to do that to us, man? You talking about the Saints game, huh? <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> we got we – got, Killed though, we got destroyed though. We got yeah. destroyed really bad that game. It yeah. was ugly. I was like, look was at like pay, 13, paying homage like to that. man. You you was a fool for that one, bro. I was like, I that that's my favorite. That was my favorite score right there, bro. I'm like, he's he just he gonna <laughs> let people know he's from Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, man. So um, I I've seen you issue some challenges to some some youth teams out there, man. So what's that about, bro? The uh, with the the what did you call it? Border border border. border so what I do, man. So so what I do is I take kids from Atlanta. Yep. I put the put all star teams together from ages seven all the way up to 12, 13 years old, and we go to other cities. We go to Birmingham. We go whoop up on them. Go to Jacksonville. We go whoop up on them. Like this year, we going to we gonna go to Birmingham. Go whoop up on them, and we got a, 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 a area turn a, a area all star tournament. Uh, it go, we're gonna be in Daytona Beach where they're putting the team together from Orlando. They're putting the team together from Palm, from uh, West Palm Beach. Uh, putting the team together from Jacksonville. Got a South Carolina team coming. Got a wow. team coming from Augusta, Georgia, and I'm putting the team together from you know from you know from Atlanta, and we're gonna beat all of that up, man. Wow, wow. Well, so you you saying you are gonna run the table? That's what you that's what you telling me? We beating everybody. Man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be easy work. We play football here. In Atlanta, man, hey. ain't too many places in the country where I can. Well, that's that's gonna be better football than than uh, Atlanta, and, and that's including Texas and California. Uh oh, uh oh, shots fired from one and only Brandon Jacobs. Hey, I'm riding with you, BJ, man. Look, I just need to be an honorary coach with a hat or something. Hey, man, just get your whistle, man, and, and come <laughs> over there. Man. Look, I stretch your whistle. I stretch them out, bro. I, I I'm gonna let you do the real, the real stuff. <laughs> you got the you got the speed drill. I do know that. 
Man, look, I well, yeah, I could work with the speed stuff, but I ain't as fast as I used to be, man. You know that military, that military oh, beat me down, none of, bro. Hey, none of us are, man. Hey, none of us are, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, so if if people wanted to to get involved and help with what you're what you're putting together, man, because I I think that is it's amazing to see, um, see it go beyond the the local community. You know what I mean? So a lot of kids don't get that opportunity, um, until they're at a at a certain level, right? They don't get to play travel ball and that's basically what they're they're being able to do um with your program you know what i'm saying so how how could individuals help out help you out um again you said you don't you don't make any money this is from pure enjoyment and, and love for you but it also you know it, it costs to to do what you're doing you know there's travel expenses so on and so forth so how could people be, get involved man if, if they want to do so well Man, you know, you can reach out to, to me via Facebook, um, Instagram, you know, any question that anybody might have that want to get involved in the community, even in their communities, where, you know, we know where they are, and they want to do it, and they, and they want advice on how to do it, you know, it's, you can always reach me on Facebook, you can reach me on uh, uh, Instagram, you can go to uh, www.nagfootball, that's N-A-G-football.com. Send you send an email, question, or whatever it is you got, and I and I'll get it, and I'll be sure that the the question get answered on, on whatever you know help they may be looking for. Man, that's that's big right there, man. So, um, yo, so with with how how big are, how many teams do you have in the league right now? Well, in my program, I have eight eight through thirteen. Eight through thirteen, okay. Um, so and you say you have y'all are traveling to y'all are tra y'all have a game coming up y'all y'all gonna be able to keep that going or or what's what's that look like? Well, well, see, we the, the, I think sports are opening up here on June eighth. I'm not sure how legit that is, or I'm not sure if it's going to stay that way or not. Right. But we opening up on June eighth, and uh, and that's when we're gonna start. You know that you know, and, and that's when we're gonna hit the ground running, man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's up, man. So. um let me let me let me I'm gonna I'm go back to you for a second man I gotta I gotta know what your time like in in San Francisco was like man man I, I tell you what it was a great time I had out in San Francisco it didn't go it didn't it it, 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 it didn't go as you know it should have went you know I had a, a, a coach I had a coach that kind of got in little competition with me and didn't worry about the team aspect of it and mm -hmm. try to pound his chest. But I was cool. I was getting paid to sit sit on and be inactive. You know, I, I, hurt, I hurt. You know, <laughs> I hurt my knee early on yeah. in the preseason, which you know it, it, it would kind of mess my season up. But you know, it was cool. You know, it was the best weather that I ever played in. You know, I I, I really liked it out there in Santa Clara, man. It, it was it, it was it was a very uh, it was a very interesting uh, opportunity, I must say. Right, 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 right. So, uh, what? I mean, you you played some years, man. So what what was what was the most the, the, what was the game that mean meant the most to you, bro? Well, the game that meant the most to me throughout my whole career is in 2007, the, the uh, divisional round of the playoffs when we went into Texas Stadium and knocked off the 13 and three number one ranked seed Cowboys, mm. which who 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 was in our division at the time. And uh, well, who was in our? Still there, 
but that was most that that was the most the best one that I've ever ever uh, been a part of. Man. And I, you know, I, people ask me when, when they found out I was gonna have you on, is he coming? I'm like, man, he 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 don't like Dallas. <laughs> he don't like no I part of him. Dallas. <laughs> I said we go we gonna have to if I if, if I have him in person, I'm gonna have to go to Atlanta. <laughs> what? I said if I'm gonna have him on the show in person, I'm gonna have to go to Atlanta because he's not coming here. Oh no, I'm not coming. I'm not coming to Dallas. That, you, know, you know, that's a wrap. I'm not coming to Dallas. They, those folks would be on me, boy. Quick. The last time I went to Dallas, man, it was for All Star Game. We sat down in the restaurant to eat, and they just, you know, they recognized who I was. And that was it. You know, some was cool and some talked some trash, but it, it, it is what it is, man. It, yeah. It's just, that's just the way it go. I talk trash too if it, if it got it to destroy my team for nine years straight. Right, <laughs> man. Yeah. So I mean, if there's the slim chance you do come, because you know you got a lot of you got a lot of people here, man. That that that's from home. So uh, we'll, we'll set something up, man, and I cook something for y'all, man. But uh, man, look, let's let's. Uh, I want to shift back to the to the kids, man. Um. So how long have you been? How long has your program been in existence? How long has it been now? The North, uh, North Atlanta Giants was created in 2015. Um, I had one team at the time. Was That's my 13th team this year. Mm-hmm. And then I got an opportunity to go to a school that us use their facilities and told me I could make as many teams as I wanted to make. And they also wanted kids from my program to be a part of their high school program. So that it's been a great marriage so far. Right. Um, you know, so I started this whole thing, the North Atlanta Giant thing, in 2015. So, have have you had any any that gone through from that first that first team that have gone play college ball or looking at? No, 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 no. These kids now are going to the eighth grade. And I got some going to ninth grade. Oh, so, so they were young, my, young. Yeah, so my kids gotcha. was, were extremely young. They but I did young, run young. into some kids and coach some kids throughout all, throughout all star games. That's in high school now. Uh, about ten of them have offers to major universities, and they doing anything I, you know, in the school as far as uh, football is concerned and academics. Man, they're killing it. Man, that's what's up. Have you have you ever thought about uh, trying to trying to put something together with Snoop's league, play some of his best teams out there? Man, them, them boys don't want none of this. Them, these, them boys don't want none of this, man. Them boys they don't they don't want none of this. I'm telling. You. Man, so oh, I yeah, mean, in Atlanta, man, it's, it's, it's night and day. It's night and day, man. Hey, I, I believe night and it, day bro. Between, with, with, with Atlanta youth football and any other, I'm going to say Georgia. With Georgia youth football and any other state, Georgia's better. Hands down, Georgia's better. Wow. There's no question about it. We got the capacity of players, and we got a lot of kids that's, that's playing football here. Man. So you 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 say anybody could come to to Atlanta and and, and get it and get it. Anybody <laughs> could come to Atlanta and get it. I, I could probably, I could put my finger on five or six teams here that could go anywhere and beat anybody in the country. Wow. Easy. I'm talking about they wouldn't they wouldn't they have no success at all. Wow. I mean, so what? I mean, what do your boys think, man? To to do they do they realize who their dad is? And, oh, you know, they the, do. I mean, they do. They. They done jumped on like you know my kids were young when I was playing. Though they didn't really have any chance to see me do anything, but 
they also, you know, so they, but I'm glad they got YouTube. They got my games on YouTube, my right. interviews on YouTube. They got everything. And them kids go look at it, man. Yeah. So you, you think one of them going to follow in your footsteps, man? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, man. I got one that's 13 years old. He's a, you know, six foot, six one, 200 and something pound kid. He's destined for great. He's a good kid. He's coachable, you know, uh, he's a great student. Uh, and I got a younger son who's 10. Who 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 has like my they they're like night and day one's one's bolstering and one's not, you know. But my youngest one is a straight dog, man. He he played running back. He's he he's a special talent. Um, he he got a really bright future, you know. So, but he said he's not gonna play football after high school. So, oh wow, it doesn't bother me. If you if you don't want to play after high school, he don't have to play. But you gotta, you somebody gotta want you. So as long as you play through high school, I'll be good with it. Right, right. Man, that's big, man. So, um, BJ, we we getting close to the end, man. What you know, what uh, what parting advice would you have for for the for the youth, for those in high school and those in college, man? That that uh, they can take from today, man. From something from your your experience, so they can they could keep pushing to be the best selves, man. Man, again, I said it four or five times already. It's, 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 you 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 gotta sacrifice. You gotta sacrifice the things that you usually have fun with and go out and get that hard work. And you gotta be confident in your skills. You gotta be confident in your, you know, in your craft. You gotta know you are what you think you are. You can't let someone make you second guess, well, maybe I might not be that good. You gotta know in your heart that you are as great as you are. And stick and stick to your guns and, and you know, and always believe in yourself. Man. That's that's nuggets if I haven't heard any man for sure. Look, BJ, I, I appreciate you uh uh taking some time out of your day, man, and, and uh blessing my show, man. Um Man, no doubt, man. I appreciate you having me on, Stone. Yeah, man. Um so um you know, for those that, that are, are just tuning in, you know, we're 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 wrapping up, but you can also uh go in and uh if you have YouTube, you can follow us on YouTube. But we are on FBRN.us. Uh, this is the Unapologetic Hustle, and I'm I am your host, Marcus Stone, um, and I have been talking with a good friend of mine, Brandon Jacobs, two-time Super Bowl champion, of New York Giants. Uh, we, we were talking about his his youth league and his journey to to greatness, uh, to be uh, the the dominant figure that he is. Um, BJ Man, is it's great to see what you're doing. Um, know that you got my support, brother. And uh, if, if there's anything I can do, man, definitely reach out and uh, I, I do what I can on that aspect. So, um, yeah, it, it's been Sound a great like one. Sound like a plan, brother. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So it's been a great one. Make sure you tune in uh, next week, uh, 12 to 1 Central on FBRN.us. You can also uh, like, subscribe, and follow The Unapologetic Hustle on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, help us grow. Um, and, and remember, it's Memorial Day weekend. You see a veteran, thank a veteran. Um, but more importantly, thank the family for those that have lost uh, their lives and paid the ultimate sacrifice for us to have the freedoms that we have. Um, this is your boy signing off. Till next time, activate your hustle. All right, Storm, be good, man. All right, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. They tell me all the time. 